Imagine that your life is a book and that every single day is a page that you write in the story of your life. And consider how many pages are blank and unwritten. Do you keep your book open? What will you write in it? What experiences will you open yourself up to? What stories will inspire you? What chapters are your favorite? Today, I want to tell you about a chapter in my metaphorical book. It took place during January and February of my third year of college. I was living in a small house, and COVID had me spending a lot of time in that house. At the University of Virginia, I slipped into the monotony of my five online courses, and my days began to slip by and blur together, and it might look like this. 8.30, wake up for class. 10 o'clock, class ends. Watch videos until lunch. 12.30, class. 1.15, class ends and linger until my 3 o'clock class. 4 o'clock, scroll social media until dinner. 7.30, finish dinner, watch a show, go to bed. What was I doing? I spent hours in my room taking college courses and would often spend the rest of the day on my phone watching YouTube videos, scrolling through Instagram, maybe watching a movie, I was consuming content instead of living it. Moreover, I isolated myself from my friends and family, which wasn't helped by the fact that I was told to isolate, and the days blended together, and during that monotonous winter, I became closed off. Closed off to friends, opportunities, and experiences. I did not soak much in. I wasn't open. My book was closed. I needed to break my routine and start a new chapter. Then, on a Tuesday night in February, my brother, Edward, called me from California. He's a professional road cyclist, and he was training with some friends across country for a few weeks. And our conversation was short. Hello? Hey, Jack. Uh, this is Edward. Can you, uh, can you fly to California tomorrow morning? Hey, Edward. Wait, what? Can you fly to California tomorrow morning, stay for five days, and film a video for my team? Edward, no. I can't do that. I'm a full-time student. My classes take up all my time. I literally have three midterms this week. And? Uh... I'll call you back in an hour. Bye-bye. So many voices in my head were telling me to close off the opportunity. What did I tell myself? I don't have time. Tomorrow morning, I can't do that. I'm a student. That's not me. I can't go to California. So I hung up and I ran to my roommates. I asked, what should I do? I mean, I, I have a lot of work. Should I go? Can I even go? My friend, Charlie, responded very eloquently, Jack, are you kidding? This is so you, you have to go. And in that moment, I realized my book had been closed for a while, closed to the opportunities, friends, and activities that I loved. The media I spent so much time consuming held me back from doing interesting things with my own time. This January, February period could have easily been a bland and uninteresting chapter in my life, but instead, 
I chose to reopen my book. I called back my brother, I said yes, and I started a new chapter. I flew to California on Wednesday morning after our phone call on Tuesday night and my schedule changed. Seven o'clock, wake up for class and have breakfast with Edward. Nine o'clock, class again. 10 o'clock, drive to Big Sur, film for three hours. One o'clock, hike along the coast. Three to five, class and study. Five o'clock, film the sunset. 7.30, eat dinner on the beach by the ocean. Nine o'clock, study and edit the day's footage. I was in the same classes. It was the same week as my three midterms, but I opened up my schedule. And all the things I had convinced myself of, I don't have time, I can't do that, that's not me, became, I'll make time, I can do that, and this opportunity is something I would love. When I was in Charlottesville, my days felt full. I had convinced myself that I was too busy, but I wasn't. I just filled the gaps in my time with empty entertainment like social media and YouTube. Um, in his recent chapel talk, Mr. Michael discussed the difference between pleasure and happiness. There might be short-term pleasure in media and on YouTube, but they don't make me happy. So when I'm sitting at home deciding what to do with my day, I try to think about this. What will I remember? What will I feel proud of? When I go back and read the book of my life, will it be a story I love to read? If I don't ask myself these questions, I'll fill the time doing something easy and effortless like look at my phone. I don't even have to put my shoes on or walk out the door because the world is at my fingertips. But that isn't the real world. My phone doesn't make me feel fulfilled. Social media doesn't make me feel alive. Not like going on a walk or grabbing lunch with friends or painting or filming or playing music. These activities are harder to start, but they're capable of bringing me real happiness because they connect me with my friends and they open me up to learning. Open yourselves up to experiences. Every day is a blank page in your book and the opportunities are endless. At camp, we keep our schedules active and busy, sharing real experiences with friends that bring us fulfillment. So think about all you accomplish on the hillside in a day or all the small, unexpected, and wonderful anecdotes you can add to your book. The community here and the people sitting around you right now to your left and right invite you to keep your book open and bring it to life. How many people have you met? Older and younger campers, counselors? You can learn something from every single person sitting here. What new activities have you tried that you wouldn't have otherwise? Sailing, hiking, crew, a play? Take advantage of your last week here, step out of your comfort zone and try a new activity. I guarantee you won't regret it. During my five-day trip to California, I met other filmmakers, I met an Olympic cyclist, I met a world-famous photographer that I had looked up to for years, and that first decision to spontaneously fly across the country made me realize all the ways I can open myself up to life and to the world around me. Opening myself up to new experiences and people became second nature, and I discovered how much I have to learn from the people around me. As we say at camp, everyone knows something that you don't. I started listening to the stories of my new friends more intently, soaking in all the advice they had to give, and I learned so much. 
so much to add to my book. When I returned to Charlottesville, my semester took a 180. I started reaching out to friends, asking them about their day, taking an interest in their interest, allowing myself to enjoy random experiences. <clears throat> I opened my book, I took notes, and I soaked in the stories, wisdom, and jokes of other people. There's so, so, so much to learn from other people. So ask questions, listen intently. I love it when people talk about their passions because you can learn something new from every conversation. There's an opportunity for something new in every conversation. And imagine that, learning something new every time you talk to somebody. And when you really listen, you become more interesting. So what are some ways you can listen well? Like Pip said, embrace your microdharma. Like Matt said, enjoy each other's songs. Ask questions. Ask yourself what you can learn from each conversation. When I started practicing an open mindset, I became so much happier. I stopped isolating myself. I looked for the best in every conversation. Now, this is something I definitely still continue to work on. I still get tired, I can still have a hard time paying attention, but I try to remind myself to keep every opportunity open. I practice open-mindedness and I think about what I want to include in my book. So open your book to the inspiration and wisdom that you receive and write it down. One very practical way of applying this to your life is journaling. You can literally write down the conversations and experiences you have and see the blank pages filling up. During my final year at UVA this past fall, I started journaling every single day. And I'm not 100% there right now, but I always journal when I can. So does anyone sitting here in front of me journal any, with any regularity? Okay, so I see a few hands. So to those people, thumbs up. And if you don't, try to soak this in. I truly think that journaling is one of the greatest gifts that I can give my future self. The ability to see how you've grown, the ability to remember all the small moments, all can come from journaling. I would love to read how my friendships formed day to day, what I thought about sailing and diving as a camper. I would love to remember all the random conversations I had with wavies during free time. Every conversation and experience you have is a gift. And these are topics and tidbits of your book. When I look back on this January, February period of my life, I can see how a willingness to do the unexpected, spontaneous, and seemingly absurd made me a happier person. How openness to experiences and people lifted me out of a hard period of my life. And now that I'm aware of this, I practice openness as much as I can. There's so much to soak in at camp. The humor of skits, the melodies of music, lessons of tree talks and chapel talks. Now everyone, campers and counselors, they put countless hours into each of these things. So how much can you soak in? How much have you soaked in from Pip's talk on your microdharma, Sammy's talk on tough-mindedness, Ollie's on holding the ball in your stick, Matt's on singing your song, Buckley's on saying yes? Consider how embracing every conversation and talk will make your book better. Because if you keep your book open, your story will grow, it'll become more interesting, and when you're confronted with something new, a new idea, a new experience, ask yourself, what do I want my book to say? How do I want this chapter to end? 
What else can I fill it with? What will make it more interesting to me? And what will I be excited and proud to read? So, I invite you to be an open book. Keep an open mind. Don't box yourself in and get stuck in monotony and ask questions, open doors for spontaneous, unexpected, fulfilling ideas and experiences. Push yourself over the barrier of pleasure. Find real happiness, even though it can be harder to put into action. Am I consuming content or am I living it? Make sure your sentences are interesting. And document your story. Journal and be open and honest with how you write about your day. Give yourself the gift of memory. Write down conversations, experiences, ideas, so you can visualize the chapters as they fill up. Because your life is a book, so keep it open. Every page is a day in the story of your life. Every moment is a sentence. What will your next sentence be? Thank you.